Hey, you are back with Brittany. I am the owner of Brittany Elliott LLC and the creator of Back to You in Five, and I help mothers reconnect with themselves through self-care. And in today's episode, I'm actually going to break down the self-care guide. So I'm going to go through it, tell you the best ways to use it and how to approach it. So if you haven't already, make sure you download it at backtoyouin5.com slash guide. And we are going to jump right into it. Sometimes a jump start is all you need to get good habits for your self-care journey. Join the 30-day challenge, Self-Care is Self-Love Today, for 30 days of encouragement and self-care activities to get you on the path to reconnection. Accept the challenge now at backtoyouin5.com slash challenge. Okay, so as you probably know by now, as a mother, it is not uncommon to put your self-care at the bottom of the priority list. So if you're uncomfortable with the idea of pouring into yourself, you are definitely not alone. You know, motherhood is truly about nurturing and giving. And a lot of times our children are our number one priority, but you really can't pour, you know, from an empty cup, right? And consistent self-care decreases anxiety and stress. It increases confidence and it improves the relationship you have with yourself. So give yourself the time and space to reflect on your growth, reconnect with yourself, and renew your confidence all through self-care. So just as a review, you know, let's talk real quick about what self-care is, right? Self-care is the protection of your well-being and happiness. So when you're considering activities and tasks to build into your self-care routine, ask yourself, does this activity protect my well-being and happiness or does it neglect it? Is what I'm doing right now putting my well-being and happiness top of mind or is it pushing it to the bottom? Self-care is personal, so it looks different for everyone. Um, So you really have to start your self-care journey with activities that hold your interest and bring you joy. The, I guess, the wrong thing to do, and I, I use the term wrong like very lightly because I feel like there is no right or wrong way to self-care because it is so personal. But what you don't want to do, that's what I should say, what you don't want to do is copy someone else's self-care routine. So you definitely don't want to mirror like my morning routine, for example. You know, I get up real early. Like I'm up very early. My alarm goes off at 4.50 a.m. Monday through Friday because that's when I get my me time in. You shouldn't say, 
I'm going to start my self-care routine and I'm going to do exactly what Brittany does. Because if you're not a morning person, if your schedule doesn't allow you to get up that early, if you have an infant, which means your sleep is very unpredictable and you're getting it when you can, you, you can't, you, you can't do my self-care routine. I'm like three years into my self-care journey, which is crazy to me, honestly. And when I started, like if, if you would have told me three years ago that I was going to be waking up at the time that I did and my routine would be what it is today, I would have said that, that no, <laughs> there's no way because I'm not doing that. So there is an evolution that comes with your self-care journey. You know, so you want to focus on things that bring you interest um, or focus on things that you're interested in, focus on things that bring you joy and happiness, because this is the best way to stay consistent with your self-care goals. Self-care is more about the decisions that we make every day than the actual activities we do. And what I mean by that is it's really important along your self-care journey to just be able to identify when you should be saying no. You know, setting boundaries is a really important part of our self-care journey. Respecting your limits. You know, understanding that, hey, I can't get up at 4.50 in the morning. You know, that's great that Brittany's doing it, but I can't do that. So I'm not going to push myself. I have a limit. Um, planning is very, very essential. Um a very important component to your self-care routine. You can't just say right now, okay, I'm going to start, you know, I'm going to have my self-care routine and I'm going to start it and I'm going to go hard tomorrow morning. I'm going to work out for 45 minutes when you haven't worked out for months. You're, 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 you can't, <laughs> you, you shouldn't do that. You should really start small um, with small measurable pockets of time. So Here's how you're going to create your self-care routine. First, you need to determine why self-care is important to you. Remember, self-care is personal. So you need to write down why you are taking the step toward reconnecting with yourself through self-care. Why are you doing it? Why now? Why do you feel compelled to reconnect with yourself? What is going on? And your why will keep you focused on your self-care goals because I'm going to keep going back to my, I wake up at 4.50 in the morning because it's not easy. When my alarm goes off, the first thing I want to do is roll back over because it's super early. My days are very, very long. You know, my daughter is five. <laughs> There's a lot of things going on and I would much rather sleep in that moment. But I know that when I wake up and I get my day started and I do something for me right away to start off my day, that it really propels me through that day and gets me great benefit. So you have to have something because you're going to not want to do whatever it is. You're changing, you're building a new routine, you're starting your self-care journey. You're not going to want to do the things that you're planning. It's just going to be instinct because you already have um, other habits, right? We talked about this in um, 
was it last episode, two episodes ago, about how consistency really isn't your problem. It's just about what you're being consistent with, right? So you got to understand why you're doing it because that's what's going to push you, okay? Number two, you have to determine how much time you have for self-care each day. And we talked about this in episode one of this season that you'll really have to take the time to do the exercise where you break down your day. You write down, it's 24 hours in a day. This is how many hours I I use to get ready for the day. This is how many hours I'm at work. This is how many hours my routine is. Um, not my routine, my commute is. Because you have to determine how much time you even have to start with. I always say, you know, look for little patches of, of five minutes, you know, five minutes. You can do a quick five-minute workout. You can do a five-minute breathing exercise. You can journal for five minutes. You can listen to music for five minutes. You can get some inspiration from a podcast in five minutes, right? I think we're about seven minutes into this episode and you already got some gems. So you want to look for five minutes of time or more, but what if you don't have that? What if you look and you're like, Brittany, I got about two minutes. You're going to have to start with doing something for two minutes, you know, two minutes each day. Um, and that will bring value to your life because it's otherwise it's two minutes that you, you weren't pouring into yourself. Right. So once you do those things, you want to choose up to five self-care activities you would like to schedule into your routine. I say up to five. I think that if you do something, if you're doing something for five days, I mean, if you look at a week, there's seven days in a week, of course. So that would mean, you know, the majority of the days you're, you're pouring into yourself, you're pouring into yourself the majority of days, even if you do it for four days. And if you do it for three days, um, it's more than you're doing now. You know, the, the, the whole point is to do more than what you're doing now. So you want to choose one to five activities, anything more than five. I think you're going to overwhelm yourself. So I don't recommend that. Simple self-care activities include like reading, walking, journaling. I don't want you doing anything crazy. I don't want you doing anything that doesn't feel like you. I was at an event recently and um, I was a vendor there. I may have talked about this before, but you know, I was there, I had my journals, I was selling my journals and there were several moms who came up to me and said, journaling is not my thing. Okay, great. No worries. Is there a mom that you know that would, you know, you could gift this, <laughs> but definitely don't buy this journal and just have it sitting there collecting dust. That's, that's pointless. And what that's going to do is make you feel bad about the fact that you bought it because you're looking at it and you're not using it, right? So you have to do things going back to self-care is personal. You have to do things that you're interested in and bring you joy, okay? So this is very important as well. Do not confuse self-care with self-soothing. Words with self soothing, okay? Self care is proactive. So, self care allows you to maintain a balance within your wellness points, okay? Self soothing is reactive and is typically used 
to avoid addressing an issue head on or to calm your nerves when you start having big feelings, okay? So consistent self-care will allow you to better understand your triggers and manage your emotions to stay ahead of your overwhelm and ahead of your stress by anticipating your needs. So when you do feel the urge to self-soothe because things will happen, you'll have a rough day and you may feel like you do need to self-soothe, you want to choose a productive outlet. So, you know, communicate with your spouse, significant other, friend, your parent, um, about your feelings, about exactly what you're going through. So actually talk about it. Don't avoid it. Let it out. You can journal it. If you're someone who likes to write, um, you could even just talk about it and record yourself talking about it. And even if you don't ever listen to the recording back, sometimes just saying things out loud and just getting it out of your head can really help you decompress from the moment, right? So it's really about handling your emotions, navigating your emotions and managing them, okay? So your first exercise in the guide is a heart and mindset check. So checking in with yourself helps you anticipate your needs. So you need to ask yourself these questions, okay? You need to ask yourself, how am I feeling? Acknowledge your feelings. Write down what you felt throughout the day, throughout the week, throughout the month, throughout however long you can think of, right? Because very quickly in motherhood, days turn into weeks, months, years, etc. So, you know, how am I feeling? How have I been feeling? And, and you need to note that. You need to know where you're starting, where you are. What have I done for myself today? So let's get a gauge of what you're doing. You know, what have you done for yourself today that has brought you a moment of peace? What has brought you joy? What has, you know, brought you some calm? Have you done anything? Has the only thing you've done for yourself today been been listened to me? Which I, I love and appreciate. <laughs> and if it is, you want to write that down. You want to gauge where you are with what ways you're pouring into yourself. Have Have you done nothing? Have you done nothing for yourself today? Write that down. What do I need? This is like the most important question besides do I like myself? You know, like, do I like myself? It's a very important question (laughs) that we all should be asking ourselves. Um, And what do I need is a very important question because as mothers, we often are not asking for help. We're not asking for what we need. So, and we're not acknowledging what we need. So do you need alone time? Do you need some sleep? Do you need friendship because you're feeling lonely? Write it down, write down your needs. And this is not something that you download, you know, the guide right now. And then this is filled out in 10 minutes. This requires some thought. It requires you to take some time where you can truly focus, where you can truly zone in on what's going on. I mean, this is your self-care routine. This is your self-care journey. You want to put some effort into it because you want it to be beneficial. Once you do that, you're going to start um, building out your self-care activities. So 
in the guide, it refers you back to um, season one, episode four, to learn about your boost types, which are the wellness points that help us feel the most whole as mothers. So remember, there are five of them, social wellness, physical wellness, spiritual wellness, emotional wellness, and intellectual wellness. They all work together to help us feel the most whole as mothers. So once you determine your wellness points, you want to determine which one you are going to focus on. So you don't want to try to focus on all of them at once. Remember, you want to to choose up to five activities, but you maybe don't want to bounce around too much. You may know that right now what you're really lacking is the emotional wellness piece. Maybe you're not really speaking kindly to yourself. So you want to do things that are more concentrated around your emotional wellness. So you want to be journaling. You want to be meditating. You want to start looking for a therapist. Maybe you're going to start doing some deep intentional breathing just to start getting centered and grounded. Maybe you want to focus on your, your physical wellness and your hydration, getting sleep, exercising, So what boost type will you focus on first? You're going to write that down. And then what activity will you do during your first week of your self-care journey? So pick the activity, which days you're going to do it, and for how long. And then the final piece of it is to plan out your um, activities. So you'll have... A plan for the week with, you know, each day of the week so that you can put down what self-care activities you're going to do. And so the form, it's a fillable form. So if you're going to be doing it electronically, you'll just want to save. I would just save it as a version for every week so that you have it. Or you'll want to print out multiple copies, right? Because it's going to be a tracker for each week. So what self-care activities are you going to do every day of the week? And then it's important for you to do a wrap up at the end of the week. So, you know, what are you grateful for? You can do this check in, you know, in the morning and at night, things that you're grateful for. And then you want to do a look back at your week. So if you start your self-care journey on Monday, you know, next Monday or Tuesday, you want to talk about, you know, how you're feeling. Did that work for me? Was that not, you know, not as interesting as I thought it would be? Did that not really have my wellness in mind? Did that feel like a chore? Did that activity feel more like a chore than self-care? Because if that's the case, then, you know, that's not the activity for me. Like, I felt for a long time, I used to think that, you know, self-care was, you know, me having a spa day or me getting a a mani-pedi. And, you know, getting a mani-pedi got to be like, you know, it's a chore. It's it's upkeep. I don't want to do it. I don't want to sit there, you know. So now, I mean, I haven't got my nails done in a long time, but it's still something that interests me. I like having my nails done. I just do them at home now. But now I'm coming back around to, okay, maybe I do want to sit sit in the salon for a little bit and get my nails done. But I, I probably would consider that a self-care activity when I get them done that one time. But if it becomes a maintenance thing after that, like now I have to go every two weeks 
in three weeks, whatever. Um, it's, it's, it's not going to feel like really self-care for me at that point. For you though, it might be. That might be the time that you get away without the kids. You get to drive, listen to whatever you want to listen to. You have your place that you like to go. You set an appointment. They give you a nice cocktail or a mocktail and you hang out and they give you an extra massage with hot stones. Like that may be your jam. And if it is, then you do that. But you'll know that from your weekly wrap up. Okay. So, you know, remember, I know that motherhood is definitely an emotional roller coaster and you know Bristol's five now my daughter she's five but I definitely went through a shattered sense of self about two years um into motherhood so I know how that feels I know what it's like to be you know feeling low in your motherhood journey even though like I felt like I was doing awesome I just realized like, wow, I don't know who I am. What, who, who am I? What am I doing? I don't recognize myself. Like, am I happy type thing? Even though I thought I was doing a great job and I I think I was doing a great job. I also think that came from, you know, many years of, um, just being able to fake it till I make it. And remember we talked about a couple seasons ago that this is why we don't do that. Why we don't fake it till we make it because this could be, a result, right? And so I understand all that. And then I truly understand firsthand the power in reconnecting with yourself through self-care. And I really started with five minutes each day, spending an extra five minutes just in the shower. That was my first self-care activity. My first intentional self-care activity was spending five extra minutes in the shower, just being in there and not feeling guilty about it. Like that was my exercise. You're going to stay in the shower and you're not going to feel guilty that you can hear your daughter running around and you know, you're not going to feel guilty that you're missing bedtime routine. And that's how that started three years ago. Now, uh, full routine, like I said, I'm up at the top of the morning. I'm doing, you know, 30 minutes of working out, then I'm journaling for five to 10 minutes and I'm getting ready for the day and setting aside time to chat with my husband before I leave for the day. And, you know, I have my little routes that I take to work, depending on what my mood is. It's, you know, it's a whole thing. And then I use my lunch break to, you know, take walks or stretch or watch an episode of whatever show that I happen to be watching on whatever streaming service I'm using at the time. I have a route where I decompress on my way home. Like it's a whole thing. Now, three years later, three years ago though, again, was five minutes. Just very simple. Something that I could handle, something that I could tolerate. And then it builds from there. So start where you are. Meet yourself where you are. Don't try to accelerate it, you know. Don't try to go from A to Z. Like, you just need to go from, you know, lowercase A to capital A. (laughs) That's truly it. That's truly it. Just, you know, baby steps. So thank you 
for listening. I appreciate you so much. And I hope this helps just kind of give a general breakdown of how you should approach the guide and how you can use it. And as always, if you have any questions, DM me on social media or just email me, Brittany at backtoyouin5.com. I will talk to you all very, very soon. See ya. To learn more about Back to You in 5, visit backtoyouin5.com or follow at backtoyouin5 on Instagram where you'll find self-care tips and strategies. Remember, motherhood is a journey, not a destination.